Well, well, welcome back to the Competing for Christ podcast. I'm your host, Ken Burke, and today I have the honor of having on head women's basketball coach at Colorado Christian University, Coach Diane Thompson. Coach Thompson has coached at several different schools, but now is coming up on her second year as the head coach of the Cougars. And in her playing day, she was a three-time All-American, a three-year captain, three-year all-conference player, and set a number of school records in her time at Cal State Bakersfield. As a part of the team, Thompson helped lead the Roadrunners to two conference championships and an NCAA Tournament Elite Eight appearance. She is a woman of faith, and from what I've seen just on social media, she just loves building relationships with everyone around her, especially her players. Coach, with all of that being said, thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, I think what we're going to talk about today is going to be really special, and I think it's going to touch a lot of people that listen to this. Um, But first of all, can you please give a little bit of background on your you know, playing days and your experiences as a Christian and in sports? I've been a believer for ever since I've grown up. Um, my best friend actually is the one that kind of introduced me to becoming a Christian. And I got baptized with her family. Um, my mom was Catholic. My dad was Methodist from a small town. Went to tons of churches just because it was fun. Um but I really felt like I became closer in my faith is actually in college. And I helped start fellow Christian athletes at Cal State Bakersfield. And that was my junior year. And I would even have um, Mormons attend. And it was just, it was nice. I found a non-denominational church out there and the pastor, Ron Vietti, who's still out there. And I just kind of grew my faith that way. And all through the ups and downs of basketball and the wins and the losses, I just realized I there's something bigger than basketball, and basketball really doesn't define me. And so that was kind of my journey through my faith. And um, I feel like where I am now, basketball is kind of my ministry. And I can kind of tell my story of um, I got into coaching, was on the track of moving up and up, and CSU Pueblo Kip Drown is a very strong, godly man and has kind of taught me how to bring basketball in with your faith. And we would do Bible studies and have chapels and things like that just within our team. And so that grew on me. And I wanted to bring that to my um, teams when I was coaching. And unfortunately, I got out of coaching at that time because my husband um, played professional baseball. And so... Mm. I was like, oh, you're going to make more money than I ever will as a coach. (laughs) And it was a short career in the majors. He was only in the majors a couple of years, but it was awesome. It was a great experience. And so a couple of kids, I ran a dental office. And then um, when he retired, I decided I missed basketball. So I coached high school. And then the Regis coach gave me an opportunity to coach again at the college level. And so I went and was her assistant for a couple of years. And I had a couple opportunities to go Division One and um, uh, be an assistant coach at the Division One level. And my husband looked at me and said, "We're not moving, and <laughs> we you don't coach for money anyway." And mm-hmm. so I was like, "Okay." And Colorado Christian happened to open up, and I applied for it. And I didn't think there was no way in craziness that I was going to get it because I was looking at an assistant coaching job and. I felt that God had bigger plans for me, and he knew where my heart was. And so two weeks later, after I applied, I got the job, and the AD told me this was the quickest hire he's ever done. Um, you know, people call it coincidence. My 
references, my salary, everything just the stars align in all the conversations. And here I am at Colorado Christian and I, God knew where my heart was. He didn't want me to be an assistant coach. He wanted me to be a head coach and I was ready for it, nervous, excited. And here I am in year two and had a big growth and a lot of learning and a lot of tears and joy and through the whole process, but it's exciting and I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm so excited for the conversation. But going back to what you said, I loved that you said, like you mentioned, your faith grew stronger in college. Was there like a specific reason for that? Or was there like a specific moment that stood out to you of you know how your faith got stronger? I think when you, as a student athlete, you don't, you kind of find yourself. And so, you know, being a coach and a student athlete, you don't want to force anybody into a relationship with God. It just develops, and I, I always feel like there is black and white in the Bible, but there's a lot of gray area in the Bible, and that's your relationship with him, and so I felt like going to this church, I was, I don't know if I was in a shooting slump or whatever it was, um, but I, I just started going to church at this church, and I wish I could remember it. I know the pastor because he would come to my games and help me start at FCA, but um, I think I just started going, and it just... I don't know, the light bulb came on. I'm like, it's just basketball. It's just mm -hmm. a game. And yeah. then my game really flourished. And then, you know, things just started happening. And I think that's kind of what happened is just I just started building that relationship and wanted God more involved in my life. And I just didn't exclude him. I used to believe that, oh, I don't want him in with me during basketball games. I can do it. He has more important things. But he wants to be a part of everything in your life. And so I think understanding that and really diving into that relationship and that's how my faith kind of grew hmm. yeah it's so like freeing i say that all the time in the podcast it's so freeing and it's so like amazing when when you let god in to everything that you're involved in not just you know going to church on sunday and wednesdays and you know maybe in school sometimes never in sports but now it's like okay now that he's in everything it's just like I can be who I really am because he says who I am. Like you said, it's it was it was finding yourself and it was just your identity finally came out. So now today, this episode is going to start a series that we're going to get into, uh, highlighting women in Christian athletics. So as a woman that you know has been in sports all of her life, and you know you've you said you were a Christian all of your life, what's been the biggest reward of being an athlete and now coach that follows Jesus? Well, you know, we always believe faith, family, basketball. You're going to grow in your family because they come to us and they leave their families and we become basically sisters in Christ as well. Mm. Um, they're going to grow in their faith. Coming to a Christian school, you're just automatically going to learn and grow. Whether And we take Christians at all levels being at a Christian school. We call them baby Christians, people mm. that still need to learn. And they come from all different levels. Kids make mistakes, but we give them grace and, you know, know that just like Jesus did, you know, we give them grace and um, we, we want to love on them and help them grow of between right and wrong and, and how we become better and more like Jesus in that kind of aspect. And then basketball wise is um, coming to Colorado Christian. I think I was more recruited here because uh, to coach is because the first two things were not hard to find, but we actually need to find basketball players too to win and compete. And so 
that there's a fine line of being really competitive and being feisty on the court and gritty and still being Christ-like. And so is how we kind of operate that is that we've got the armor of God with us. I mean, Jesus carried the cross and was whooped and everything else, and he just demanded excellence. And that's what we do on the basketball court. And so we don't, you don't have to be soft. Just because you're Christian, you're not soft. You're tough. And you, God has given each one of these kids and me a talent that he wants us to excel in. And so for me, that's why I call basketball my ministry because I love coaching these young women and lifting them up and making them the best wives, mothers, sisters, uh, daughters, basketball players. If they want to be a coach, I want to help them be a coach. If they want to be an athletic trainer, whatever they want to do in their life, we, we require excellence. And that's kind of how being a Christian athlete is different than most schools. That's 100%. And I, I had a um, the athletic director for Dallas Baptist University on a couple episodes ago. And, I mean, he was saying, like, these other schools, like, they only have to do academics and they only have to do athletics. They don't have to do this other components, you know, the trifecta of Christianity. Right. So when, when you have to have athletes that are all of those things, like it's slim pickings. Like you have to, you have to like really do your research on these players and you don't have to be soft, but you have to be grounded in your faith. And even if you are a baby Christian, like you can, you know, minister to them and like say, Hey, this is how we act on the CCU court. It's so pivotal for everybody's life. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we're one of few schools, like my shirt says Cougars now, but we're one of few schools that actually say Christian. Mm-hmm. Not very many schools. We get to actually announce that we are Christian athletes. You know, right. you could be a Christian and play for other schools, but we are announcing we are Christian athletes. And so you upheld we are Christ-like. And, you know, we might knock you down, but we're going to pick you back up. <laughs> and we um, might, you know, not like you during the game, but we're going to pray for you after the game. And so is what how we believe is like you can be competitive, yet still have that desire to be Christ-like and be a Christian athlete and still, you know, have, you know, the armor of God with us, whether we're the most talented or not. We are believing in something bigger than ourselves, and we can achieve something bigger, especially when God's on our side. Mm. Yeah, that is, that is so important. But as a coach, you have to be, you know, I'm sure that you know this, you have to primarily be a leader. And as a Christian, you kind of primarily have to be a servant. Uh, How how have you balanced both of those things as a coach at a Christian institution? Well, we're always giving back. I think everybody needs to learn how Mm -hmm. to be a servant and Um, you know, we read books like, um, the all blacks by, um, sweeping the Mm. shed, um, John Gordon books, the energy bus, and just realizing you starting from the bottom on up. And so nobody is more vulnerable than Jesus was. And so us being Mm. vulnerable is helps us to be a more servant leader in all actions. And then just being competitive, like we said, you know, when you have the armor of God and when Christ carried that cross, I mean, he's tough. And so he can get through anything. And so can we. And so um, I was listening to a podcast or Kara Lawson was talking about it's always going to be hard. You just learn how to get through the hard. And so um, it's not going to be easy. 
And being a Christian isn't easy. You know, l luckily at a Christian university, we have a lot of like-minded values and beliefs. But when you go out into the real world, you're not going to have that. And so you have to educate kids to give them, not only has Jesus given us the grace, but we have to give the grace to others because they aren't educated and in our university that we have those same beliefs and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm seeing this firsthand from coming from a Christian college for four years, and you know, I'm surrounded by Christians, and it's great. But now I moved to Indianapolis, and I have a job with a secular organization that you know they don't have my same beliefs. Luckily, you know, I found Christians in there, but the majority of people, and the majority of people in this life are not Christians. So, like, you have to be really grounded in your faith because if not, I mean you're probably going to slip and it's not going to be, it's going to be very detrimental to your faith. Yes, absolutely. And that's kind of, you have to have those beliefs and just so strong values and that foundation. And that's when you leave here, you can keep those foundation and strong beliefs as a process. Hmm. So like I said before, we're going to really be focusing this episode on highlighting women in the Christian athletics world. Uh, and well, I've I've been doing a lot of research on this, and I've seen articles that have claimed women's sports makes women more like men. And I saw that, and I was like, "What? That that doesn't even make sense." And I, I don't agree with this at all. And I'm sure you don't either. But what makes women's sports distinct from men's sports? You know, I think coaching women. I think we can do things more than what we are capable of. If that makes sense. I don't know. I feel like. Being a female coach, I can get more out of the girls than a male can just for the simple fact that if you give a woman a belief that they can do something, for some reason, they can go above and beyond if you get them believing. And I feel like women just in general have those beliefs and can strive to something bigger. If, For example, I have a student athlete currently, she was a freshman, and I said, hey, I think you can dunk by the time you're junior year. Division two player. And it, just that glimmer of hope and that confidence, she's been working all summer. Now she's about this about much above the rim. And so it's just getting that belief and pushing them. It's just like having babies. I, they just can handle the pain. The pain's excruciating, but they can do that. And I think that's the difference between being a female and a male and how the basketball game has revolutionized because women are strong and they they always have been and it's like a mama bear it's like it comes out and just all of a sudden you have the strength and and so i don't think we're necessarily becoming more like men i think we are just becoming more powerful and stronger in our sport and we're becoming more fun to watch and we don't play above the rim and so the game is more fundamentally sound compared to a male sport. But, you know, my son is 10 and he's been watching Sandlot and he's like, you throw like a girl. And I was like, you're right, I do. I still throw better than you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, and he has no idea what that meant from back then to what it is now. But yeah, there's some pretty good women's basketball players. And I wouldn't compare him to men. They're, we're our own. Right, exactly. And, you know, when I was thinking about this question, just from the outside looking in as a male, you know, the, the sisterhood and the sense of camaraderie is so, it's, it's really greater than men, like period. 
I see, you know, women's basketball teams, women's soccer teams, they're all like a family. They're all sisters. And like, if a team comes and tries to get in the way with that, they're not going to let it. Like it's, it's something that's so thick and it's, it's really inspiring to watch, you know, from the sidelines. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Camaraderie is the biggest thing. And, you know, playing at the highest level, um, having the opportunities to play professionally myself. Um, I just think when you have that team bond and that chemistry, it, it takes any team to any level being my second year. Um, I'm trying to build those foundations and those goals with culture and everything else like that. And, you know, whether it's uncomfortable or not, you have to put God in the center. And that's what I think people don't understand is that when you put him in the center, you're going to have more camaraderie, more team bonding and things like that because people know where you stand. And there's no wishy-washy, this is the line, this is where we are, we're going to go together. That's so true. So for all, all athletes, you see now the growing concern of mental health issues, you know, anxiety, depression, uh, low self-esteem. And I think from, you know, from what I've seen, women have led the fight in combating these, you know, these issues. Have you had, you know, any experience with this either in your playing days or now as a coach coaching like the younger generation? Oh, yeah. I have. Um, when I was a head coach for a high school basketball team, I had a player that was suicidal. And I was even scared to look at her a certain way. And a lot now has to do with you don't coach as much anymore. Um, ironically, it's more handling the mental side, the, the toughness. And th there's less coaching and more um, just taking care of that student athlete. But I, I, the, the success part is I don't think success is really measured until about five years after a kid leaves your program, whether you get rid of them, whether they're All-American, whatever situation they are. And I did have a player that was suicidal in high school, and she texted and called me probably about four years later and just said, hey, Coach Thompson, I just wanted to let you know I'm doing good and thank you for everything. And... Wow. I mean, I cried. It, it was just such a heartfelt thing because, you know, I I remember her saying, you were so mad at me. And I was like worried that, you know, she was going to hurt herself. And I said, well, what did I say? And she goes, you gave me the look. And I was like, a look? What look did I give you? <laughs> oh my I, was, gosh. I know your situation. I didn't mean to. <laughs> like, are you okay? You know, and it, I just looked at her. And that's, that's kind of how fragile some kids are. And so I think... What I've learned also being at CCU, when you have kids struggle, they come into your office just to talk. And you just, before they leave, you just ask them, can I pray for you? And it's just such a, a punch like, wow, my coach wants to pray for me. And so, again, you try to bring God back into it, and a lot of things can happen. It's really it's an amazing thing. Yeah, that's, that is so amazing. And I mean, that story of, you know, your player texting you those that, that many years later is just like, wow, like that's God working firsthand. Like you, you, you couldn't have done that, but it's you allowing God to work in that relationship. That's how that happened. It is. It is. And in I, these little stories, those are the, the successes that you get. Like you go through so many 
hills and valleys, but that one story, it's like you impacted one kid. And then again, it's just, you allow God to help basketball be my ministry. And, you know, I wouldn't have even been coaching in high school if I, my husband didn't play baseball or just the journey and the path I, where I am now, it's, it's helped me even grow in my faith being a Colorado Christian. So it's been amazing. Yeah, that's, it's so crazy how God works like that. But as, as you do coach now and you have kids now, how do you tell the women that you coach and your kids that they're, they're more than athletes, that, you know, they're more importantly a child of God and saved by grace through, through faith? You know, it's, it's funny because I've had a couple injuries, uh, a couple kids that I've recruited that have had injuries mm-hmm. and, and I try to preach to them, you're more than just basketball. Define who you are. Why play basketball at Colorado Christian? Okay, who are you? Are you a, a God-fearing woman? Are you, like I, I always say mom coach. And like I'm a mom first, I'm a coach second. And then, you know, but I'm also a woman of God. And so that's kind of, I try to teach the student athletes, like, who are you? And once they find that and that light bulb, and it might take them four years to play for me. It might, they might figure it out their freshman year. There's a lot of kids I recruit that, that have a strong faith and that already know, but you just kind of ingrain it in them. Like, are we RMAC champions? Are you, you know, all these things you have to define who you are and you have to use your talent where God wants you. Is your talent to be the best cheerleader that has to be on the bench? And so finding those roles and things like that, I mean, that's where it might be. Maybe God brought them there to learn um, all these different avenues. And so that's kind of what we teach. And that's why even though we say faith first, family second, then basketball. And they have to grow in all three. Mm-hmm. And they have to love all three to play for me. And so it's kind of faith, where are you and who are you? Family, what kind of person you want to be with your sisters on the basketball team and things like that. And then basketball what, what talent do you have that you're bringing? And so it's kind of all over yeah. the place, but that's kind of how I hone it in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. And yeah, I think the, for the majority of athletes, they they don't really grasp this until you know they have an injury, like you were saying. Like until you can't play anymore and you are on the sidelines, you just don't you don't think about it because you never, you, your entire life, you've always been an athlete. And then when you don't have that anymore, you, you really have an identity crisis. So I think it's crucial, like you said, to preach that to athletes, no matter the level, no matter if you're just starting out in T-ball or playing in the majors like your husband, like that's, it's so important because it's, you it can have eternal ramifications. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And those are great stories. Like, my kids don't understand failure yet. And so, and the coaches think we put pressure on them. We don't, my own kids. And we're like, it's okay if you strike out. Like you had a, just a triple of the tie before and then you struck out and you just cry. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> and it's like just explaining that process. Like you are fine. And the sun comes up and everything else. So, and it, it still goes on with my college players. They get mm. so upset on failure we have to teach that failing forward is good and that that's how we learn. That's how we strive to be better and how we get better and, and just learn from, 
you know, I was listening to um, Joyce Meyer the other day, and we talk about you're going to get tested. Are you going to moan about it, or are you going to have a testimony? So that's the kind of thing is like you want the testimony. So if you will never have a testimony if you're not tested. So you have to quit moaning, quit thinking it's going to get easier, and just do it. Yeah, amen, amen. So for all the Christian female athletes that you know are listening to this and maybe will eventually come play for you one day, what is one thing that you would encourage them to do in their time as an athlete? Give it to God. Mm. It's always His timing. And just like we pray for the right kids to be here, you need to pray where you need to be because everybody's journey and path is completely different. So trust his timing, give it to him. And I think a lot of things will fall into place for you from a basketball standpoint and where you decide to play. Yeah, I I couldn't have said it better myself. But coach, thank you so much for coming on today. It was so nice to meet you and it's been such a pleasure talking to you. And, you know, this conversation is just out of this world. But I can't wait to follow you this coming year in the Cougars basketball team. Thank you so much and great best of luck with your podcast. It's going to grow amazing in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and hopefully the Cougs will be winning an RMAC title soon. Yes, yes, definitely. All right. For all the listeners out there, please share this episode and follow us on our social media platforms. And also go follow Coach Thompson and the CCU Women's Basketball page on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you don't get anything else out of this podcast, just remember this, no matter what, God loves you and he's going to fight for you no matter what. Talk to you next time.